0: If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. And actually, I kind of forgot, I mean, it sometimes slips my mind, but last week was our 100th episode. I mean, ironically, I thought I had more than that, but hey, 100 episodes is still pretty good. I'm glad that you've all been with me on this journey. It continues as we keep going further and further, and in fact, we are are on the road to 7,000 downloads currently sitting at just over 6,500 downloads right now over the course of about two years, give or take. So, uh, amazing feat that we've gone that far. We've gotten 100 episodes in and only 100 episodes in, and yet we're sitting at that many downloads. Um, as of right now, uh, as of just uh, recording, uh, it's the whole Bambi Bunny co-host still up in the air uh in fact actually i mean i'm still trying to sit down with her and discuss what's going to perspire in the, the future um uh, she is incredibly busy i would uh i would hope that she would come back uh, or does come back or resumes recording with me uh however it's becoming to the point where it's you know I think she might be a little too busy uh, with her scheduling and and whatnot, on whatnot, actually. (laughs) So, with that being said, for the time being, it's just going to be me. If she does come back, cool, you'll get to hear her again. Uh, If she doesn't, then I will be actively looking for other co-hosts. I actually thought about potentially having two co-hosts have a round table, so to speak, three of us. Maybe one could focus on TCG, one could focus on the video games and video game championships, that sort of thing. And one could possibly focus on the anime aspect, kind of just a nice rounded edge, so to speak. But with that being said, let's move on to some awesome content. First thing though, (laughs) we're going to discuss the quote unquote, broken Roaring Moon EX. Now, of course, This card has been uh, used quite frequently in Japan as of right now, and in fact, combined, has scored far more wins in general than any other deck so far in Japan. Now, it packs two incredibly potent attacks and a massive base of 230 HP. In addition, it's in a meta with hardly any grass types, and it only has a grass type weakness, so it's at a pretty decent advantage. Plus, it's a dark type, so some decks are weak against dark but again you're not going to run into those decks as frequently so it's kind of a pro-con situation however the combined result of its incredibly strong moves allows it to O K O on anything basically it's strong typing huge base hp and deck partners has roaring moon ex being a basically observed card now Ancient Booster Energy Capsule increases Roaring Moon's EX HP to a tremendous 290. This makes it incredibly difficult to take out in one hit. Uh, people have also discussed that Professor Sada's Vitality and Roaring Moon's EX main supporter card are being used quite frequently, mainly uh, basically describing as a absolutely cracked beyond all belief. The supporter allows the user to quickly power up Roaring Moon by accelerating energy to two of your Roaring Moons and allowing you to draw three cards all in a single action. In conjunction with the Earthen Vessel, an item that allows the player to discard a card and draw two new ones in exchange, players are able to quickly power up and feed their Thirsty Roaring Moon. Uh, Basically, one of the decks shown was a Lost Zone Greninja deck, which has basically two Roaring Moon EX cards added to it. Now we do see multiple stadium cards, which allow Roaring Moon EX to attack using Commodity Storm for an extra 100 damage. Now, of course, some differences aside, it has slotted into this Lost Zone deck really easily. So with that being said, will this transition properly, so to speak, to the English side when we start seeing, are we gonna start seeing in uh, Brazil and all that stuff and overseas, you know, Europe, whatnot, uh, are we gonna see it in South America, North America for a more dominant deck? Only time will tell, obviously, uh, it'd be kind of interesting. To see how well this deck does as it moves up the ranks and who knows, maybe it's a world championship deck. Next up, Nintendo and Pokemon just released a patent that might actually be a really big game changer going forward for the games. So, a patent filed by both Nintendo and the Pokemon Company has recently surfaced, and the details hint at some potentially substantial changes that could be in the works for the Pokemon franchise. Now, of course, with the Switch 2 being Nintendo's worst-kept secret, gamers are looking to the future. However, with new hardware comes new possibilities. It's not simply about what Nintendo's next console might look like, but rather, it's about the experiences fans can have on them it should certainly be noted that patents in no way confirm a particular product will ever come to market. Nintendo patented a dual screen gaming device that can be split in half. And while it is a neat idea that could make its way onto our shelves at some point in the future, it feels like a distant departure from the current Switch idea that has been so successful for the company so far. Now, even beyond that point, Nintendo, as well as its competitors, have patented all sorts of technology over the years that have yet to see the light of day. Still, these do represent things that the company is, or at least has worked on in some capacity. So this was first spotted on Xfire. Nintendo and the Pokemon Company jointly filed a patent that appears to be a potential successor, or at least an upgrade, to Pokemon Home. The patent refers to what could be the next evolution of the subscription service that houses and transfers the Pokemon, but with some fundamental changes that will make the pocket monsters feel maybe more alive. While the new service still serves as a main purpose of home, you know, which is to store and transfer Pokemon from one game to another, the creatures within the patented technology can learn, evolve, and even maintain traits from the various regions they have traveled to. Theoretically, Pokemon would not only maintain their stats from game to game as they do now, but they would also store information about gym badges and various battles they've helped win in another region entirely. It's also possible that Pokemon could even change based on the location. Regional variants could even be altered if moved. Needless to say, this would be an absolute game-changer for the Pokemon franchise. Now, of course, the patent paints a picture of of a world where Pokemon grow with their respective trainers. Players could take their favorite Pokemon from region to region, and that same creature would essentially remember the relationship that has built along the way. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Gamers are making the case for Pokemon to break certain traditions in Gen 10, but this patent hints at an entire ideological and fundamental change for the series. With that being said, would you support this kind of home update? I mean, it's certainly very interesting and hopefully, just maybe, it will actually come to light on like hundreds of other patents that unfortunately never did see the light of day. And finally, as we start December, Here's some gift ideas to get the Pokemon Trainer in your family. Now of course, most of these you can actually get from Pokemon Center, if not all of them. The first one though, is Jumbo plushies, because I mean, if you're going to have a plushie, you might as well get a Jumbo one, right? Now of course, these quote unquote life-size creations are the best of all the Pokemon plushies. Okay, maybe they're not quite life-size. For example, the Wailord plush is a mere one-tenth of the size of Wailord in the Pokemon game, but that just makes them easier to hug, right? <laughs> now, of course, there are dozens and dozens of plushies that you can pick from, everything from the small little guys to the massive ones. And of course, you can pick them up from very many online stores and physical stores, and, of course, the Pokemon Center. Next is the Luxury Ball. Now, of course, there have been the Pokeball... I believe the love ball and even a master ball. If I remember correctly, this particular piece is available from the Pokemon center for $119.99. Yeah, it's a little expensive, but it has a touch and proximity sensing technology, which means it's buttons light up in response to you. And it comes with the illuminated display case. So if you're lucky enough to be on the receiving end of this gift, it should be displayed proudly at the very front of your Pokemon shelf, right? Uh, You definitely have to have one of those. Now of course, the next one is Pokemon Funko Pops. I freaking love these things. I mean, from the flocked to all the different variations, they're so freaking awesome. Now of course, yes, Funko Pops have their critics. They are everywhere after all. Seemingly no franchise of the past 20 years has not been popped. But consider this, the Funko Pop Pokemon look really, really awesome. You can pick up a Pokemon Funko Pop in so many different varieties, There are metallic ones, jumble ones, glitter ones, again, flocked ones. It all depends on what the person you're buying for would really like best. And although Funko has not popped all the 1,021 different Pokemon yet, they've got quite a good variety of the starter Pokemon and some old favorites. Next is the Pokemon Go team merch. Now, of course, yes, I was one of those people that played Team Go when it first came out. And then I just kind of dropped off the deep end and never went back. (laughs) Now, sometimes you may not hear a whole lot about Pokemon Go these days. It's kind of, it takes its turn, so to speak. One day it's the rage, the next day it's like, "Eh, yeah, okay, you know, go go sit down and, you know, the grown-ups are talking, okay? I can assure you it's still probably going strong. (laughs) <laughs> for the most part. Of course, thanks to the Pokemon Center, you can deck yourself out and merch from your chosen Go team. Whether you're Team Instinct, Mystic, or Valor, there's something for you at the Pokemon Center. So why not pick out a Zapdos, Articuno, or Moltres pin to show your alliance? Bags, hats, t-shirts, and more are also available. Next is Pokemon Moods figures. Now, I, yeah, I bought one of these. <laughs> uh, I bought the Pikachu valentine's day one for my wife for valentine's day um she (laughs) she's stuck it on top of the microwave for the longest time uh until i told her you know this should be displayed on a nice shelf not on top of the microwave come on show pikachu some love of course there's a pokemon for every mood some of the rare pokemon are showcased in this collection which you can find at the pokemon center Would you like a mischievous Skitty, a hopeful Bagon? Then this is the line for you. There's also lots of Pikachu in there as well. Of course, you can get Pokemon's mascots in hungry, sleepy, confused, and more. Next is the Detective Pikachu plush. Now, of course, this year saw the release of Detective Pikachu Returns, a fun little Nintendo Switch game featuring everybody's favorite coffee-addicted pocket monster. And before that, we had a live-action Pokemon movie, starring Detective Pikachu as the title character. He's a pretty popular guy, right? Now you can take him home and snuggle with him. This little dude from the Pokemon Center wears a hat, has a lot of fluffy fur, and features a sassy facial expression. (laughs) Next is the Pokemon Chess Set. What's harder, a Pokemon battle or a game of chess? Well, why don't you find out with this chess set from the Pokemon Center. Magikarp are the pawns, Snorlax are the rooks, Rapidash are the knights, Dragonites are the bishops, and Pikachu, of course, represents the king and queen. Now, this chest set costs a cool $199.99. But it's a really beautiful quality piece. I mean, it's it freaking looks magnificent. It's got a little pull drawer so you can put all your pieces back in there. It just looks really, really nice. But, I mean, come on, $200 US? Eh, you know, I think that could come down just a smidge, don't you think? Next is the Eevee and Pikachu money banks. Now, of course, these are really, really famous in Japan. Uh, I haven't really seen them in North America. So these little money banks come from the company Shine JP. Basically, you put a coin on the box and Eevee or Pikachu, depending on which one you bought, will extend an adorable little paw and take the coin into the box. Uh, you can find both Pikachu and Eevee, plus cute little illustrations explaining how their money banks work, over at the official Shine JP website. Next is the collaboration between Fossil and Pokemon Center. Now, these are not the fossils like Omanite, but items created by the fashion company Fossil. There's a great line of Pokemon items that make for fantastic holiday gifts, but they don't come cheap. For instance, a leather bag will put you back $249.99. A watch, $149.99. But they're probably really worth it. I mean, they look amazing. But if you really need to be quick because these products from the Pokemon website uh, sell out real quick. Uh, in fact, actually, the watches, I was looking at a Gengar one back in the day. Uh, it sold out within, like, I think 24 hours, give or take. And finally, Pokemon silicone molds. Molds, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think these were freaking real at one point, but they actually kind of look kind of cool. So, of course, there's a wonderful world of silicon molds. You can use these for making cakes and other food items. You can also use them for making long-lasting products out of resin. Now, of course, it should be obvious. Never use the same mold for resin as you do for food and other items because, I mean, that's gross and also sort of deadly. <laughs> uh You can of course get a big Pikachu cake mold at Blippo and some great Eevee and Pikachu options over on Etsy. Perfect for the baker or crafter Pokemon fan. Now, with that being said, starting next week, I'm gonna be adding a nice little fun segment at the end of each podcast. We're gonna look at information or the origins, so to speak, of the original 151 Pokemon. Of course, starting with Bulbasaur and working our way all the way down to Mew. We'll probably do one, maybe two, depending on how long they are per episode. Uh, Also, December 25th, that is a Monday. That's also Christmas, uh, for anyone who does celebrate Christmas. That day, there will be an episode of the Pokemon Cave podcast, However, it will be a best of. So it's actually going to be a uh, compilation of all the Pokemon battles that Bambi, Bunny, and I have done over the last few months. Uh, hopefully it's not too long. If it is long, I might break it up into two episodes. Uh, we'll see. I haven't f- quite finished uh, editing that podcast. You know, It takes a little longer to source out the, the clips and do all that stuff. A little longer than recording a typical episode and just editing. With that being said, though, I will see you guys again next week. Take care, everyone.